It can be really hard for us to relax at night. We're always thinking about covering crime. But the good news is our wonderful new sponsor, Via, has a terrific product that helps us unwind. Via Hemp has a wide range of terrific gummies of both the THC and THC-free varieties. They can help you with focus, recovery, sleep, creativity, or just plain enjoyment. These products legally ship to all 50 states. I really liked Zen in particular. This is a yummy blueberry option that lets you catch a chill sleep with help from CBN and CBD. It's really helped me turn off my brain and settle down for the night. I also got a shout out Flow State. It helped me feel energized throughout the day. Like not to brag, but I got a lot done. I'm talking about doing several interviews and editing a whole show from start to finish, not to mention jumping on some of the latest filings in the cases we cover. It really made me feel sharp and ready to tackle any challenge. I couldn't recommend this more. Via has so many great gummy options to choose from. Everything from guava berry low dose that allows you to microdose THC to the chill-inducing Delta 9 gummy dreams. Head to viahemp.com and use code MSHEET to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies. That's viahemp.com and use code MSHEET at checkout. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Enhance your every day with Via Hemp. Again, if you're 21 and over, you can get 15% off plus a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code, msheet at viahemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P dot com. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Content warning. This episode contains discussion of the murder of two girls, child sexual abuse, and the physical abuse of a child. This episode also contains profanity. Listener discretion is strongly advised. In this episode, we will be revealing the contents of the second half of an interview between Kegan Klein and police that was conducted back in August of 2020. It will cover the child sexual abuse materials charges against him and then we'll get into matters more directly relating to the Delphi murders. Once we finish removing all names and identifying details of innocent people from the document, we will release it on our Facebook Murder Sheet discussion group. We are the Murder Sheet, and this is the Delphi Murders, the Kegan Klein Police Interview, 
part two. Let's start by reviewing the basic facts. This interview is between Kegan Klein, Detective Vito of the Indiana State Police, and Deputy Clinton. At times, Kegan Klein and the investigators use the names of innocent people. We have removed those names and will substitute them with phrases like friend number one. In our last episode, we covered the first section of the transcript. We suggest you go back and listen to that episode if you are interested in learning more details in particular about the child sexual abuse materials charges against Keg and Klein. In this episode, we are also going to read you excerpts from the interview and then discuss them. When we start or finish reading an excerpt, you will hear this. This episode will be covering quite a bit of ground, including how Tony and Kagan Klein planned to visit a brothel together, details about Tony Klein's temper, renewed claims from Kagan Klein about how police told him back in 2017 that he had failed the lie detector test and had killed two people, discussions between Kagan Klein and the investigators concerning the extent of his communications with Liberty German, including the fact that he communicated with her the day she was killed. What a friend of Libby's reported concerning Libby's interest in Anthony's shots. The revelation of the contents of a Snapchat exchange Kagan Klein had with a friend of Libby's on the night of the murders. The opinion of one of the investigators as to whether or not he believes Kagan Klein killed Libby and Abby. A disturbing incident that occurred after another girl gave Anthony Schatz her address. The story of a horrible act of child abuse committed by Tony Klein. And some intriguing, and quite possibly incriminating, terms that Kagan Klein did online searches for during his trip to Las Vegas in the days after the murders. Now, let's get to the interview. In this first section... The investigators ask about the relationship between Kagan Klein and his father, Tony Klein. They want to know if the two discuss their sexual interests with one another. The subject of the Bunny Ranch, a Nevada area brothel, comes up. Right, so, and, and I don't want, I mean, I don't want to question your relationship or anything. But I mean, is this something that you and your dad share? No. I No, not really. Because, I mean, you did had, you had mentioned um, in, in your uh, interview that you guys had looked at um, going to the Bunny Ranch in, when you guys were in Vegas. Well, that's prostitutes. That's totally different. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, together, you know, I mean, have you ever, I mean, let me just throw this scenario at you. So you're sitting there and you're talking to these, these you physically sitting there 
not friend one or anybody else. Right. And you're talking to uh, an 18-year-old that you're talking to, and she sends you a nude. Right. And you're like, Dad, check this out. No. I've never done that before. Why? I mean, why wouldn't you? That's my dad. That's weird. Why would I show? So you go to the brothel? I'm not like, hey, here's a personal picture of a girl that I know naked. Here you go. Well, let's just say a girl you don't know. I mean, you... No, I... I mean, you... Never really done that. Well, you go to the bunny ranch. Right. With your dad. Well, I'm not watching my dad fuck someone. What do you mean? That's like a professional place. But I'm saying that's completely different than just saying like, wow, check her out. She's pretty hot. Yeah. No, I've... You... Never done that, no. What about with friend number one? Yeah, of course. So your friends, I mean, just your dad just have that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I wouldn't do it with my dad. No, no. Yeah, that's weird. I guess I just, I just don't understand the like that. I mean, would you show your dad a naked picture of a girl? Well, I mean, like if, if we were, I don't really know my dad, but if, yeah, uh, uh, but I mean, uh. If we were sitting there like that and it's a hot girl, I'd be like, hey, check this out. You know what I mean? Like, especially when we went to uh, strip clubs together. She was a model or something, maybe, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. I see what. Right. You're saying now. Right. I mean, and you guys are, were going to strip clubs together. I mean, it's not like you're watching a topless girl dance right here and you tell your dad, well, hey, right. Watch her because I can't, can we watch each other? Yeah. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? So it's not, it's not out of the norm for something like that to happen. Yeah. But not, I just, I don't know. We never really had that. Uh, I don't know. So why would um some of his account information be then be on the same phones? Because Chrysler. I have to do his Upwork and stuff like that. His There's a bunch of stuff that he has to fill out for Chrysler and stuff. He's not good his, with uh, or nothing. His Skype login stuff on the phone to do that? Yeah, I don't know what the Skype login. I'm not sure that could be like maybe he used it to. I don't know. Maybe he talked to my cousin on there or something. I'm not sure. Okay, so dad did have access to your phones and use them. No, I mean like... You just said that. Here, like here, here's my phone. It's not like he would be like, take my phone and never use it. Right. Right. So similar to what you would do with friend number one, you'd say here. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so okay that... Yeah, I mean... Okay, well not just anyone, you said pretty much friend number one. Well, I mean I... Friend number one was the only person. My phone. To use it, I mean. You need to call someone. I would give him my phone, I mean. I can see that happening, but I mean, I'm talking like hours at a time or... No, no. So friend number one and dad were the only people that were allowed to do that? No. My dad wouldn't even be allowed to do that. I wouldn't let my dad have my phone for long periods of time or nothing like that. Kagan, you are completely, I mean you. I have to do my dad's work on his computer or on my, on his thing. You know what I mean? Like you have my email. You can search uplink on Kagan Klein Hotmail right now and see all of that. It's Chrysler stuff. But help. My dad. Help me understand this. I, I don't understand this. So you will give a friend complete 110% access to your phone and your accounts. No. And. 
I never said that. Listen, listen, because you just did. You. I really didn't. You said that friend number one could use your phone for however long he wanted. Well, yeah, he's on which the phone with someone or something. So just listen to me. So you're not letting me finish, okay? Well, you okay. I'm trying to understand this, and it makes no sense to me. I need you to help me understand this because I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. It makes no sense. Okay. Okay, so friend number one knows your passcode. Did dad know your passcode? No. Okay, because again, this, this it, it doesn't make sense to me. So a friend that you have, you'll give him your passcode, which contains, I mean, full access to your phone. Right. It contains all your messaging. It can contain banking information. It contains Amazon. That would be the biggest one I'd be worried about if, like, someone's going to use up my Amazon and my cards on there, everything like that. So, so you... You let a friend do all that when you won't let your dad, who you don't even let him. I let friend one use my phone for Amazon. How do you know? You're high on drugs, you say. Well, exactly. So I don't know what he's doing on my phone. So why would you give him access to your phone? I mean, I don't know. How? See how that makes See how that makes no sense that you wouldn't let... Not really. I mean, like, I have friends that if they need to use my phone, hey man, here's my phone. So you and your dad, not a good and a good relationship. Not really. I mean, we do, but like, not really. So why is that like? Help me understand. Why would you give the past a friend complete access, but not your dad? I mean, it's my dad. I don't know. What do you mean? Same exact what you said. Like there's stuff on there that I would never want my dad to see. The investigators seem quite interested in the relationship between Kagan Klein and his father, Tony Klein. They want to know what sort of a man Tony Klein is. So, like, what do you mean, like, bad relationship with your dad in the past? Well, like, you know, we always get in arguments and stuff, growing up and stuff, but... About what? Every. My dad is like, he has a real short temper, so would always freak out on me, literally anything. Like, literally anything. You give me an example, just so I can understand better. Like, I slammed his door too hard on his truck. His truck door? Oh, yeah. So? I'm mowing the lawn, and I accidentally have it pointed towards his vehicles or something. Like... What do you mean? Most little... Towards his vehicles. Like the blower or whatever. Like, I understand... Oh, like... Rock or something. The grass? Well, like, little things like that that don't even matter. He would just get... So... What would his reaction be to slamming his, what did you say, his truck door shut or whatever? Oh, he'd just yell at me and stuff, you know? And then what would you do? We'd be in that hole, like, for a day. We'd be like, I don't want to talk to him type argument. And, I mean, I feel like you're still not understanding that there has to be more there that you wouldn't let him have. Like you said, there's pictures and stuff on my phone. I would never want my dad to come across any of that ever in my life. But that'd be okay. He would never talk to me. For. Again. For friend number one to come across those things. No, but I would much rather it be someone like that than my dad. You know what I mean? I don't. I, I can't. I just can't understand. I wish you could help me understand. I mean, like, imagine some. Well, I mean, like you said, you have no father growing up or whatever. So that, I mean. That's the same thing. It's just, you know what I mean? If he found out any of that, I would no dad anymore. My dad would never talk to me again. And, but you don't have a good relationship really anyway, but. 
I mean, that's different than, you know what I mean. That's different than never talking to my dad again in my life. That's way different. Well, what I mean, what would you see as the point where your dad would never talk to you again? Talking to underage girls like that. Would be just yeah. what? I mean, after this, I mean, he'll never talk to me again, so. I mean, and I, and I mean, obviously he knew in 2017. No, he didn't. I never told him. No, but I mean, we did. Oh, you did? Yeah, and we... You talked to him and everything? Well, we, and not as in us, but you know, law enforcement did, and they even told you that they, before you left for your polygraph, she told you, hey, just to let you know, we told your dad all of this, and you said... I don't remember her saying that. You said... I was in so much... So what? So what was that conversation like when you got home with dad after your polygraph? I told them about how they said that I was a possible suspect or whatever for those girls. And that's all I told him. I didn't tell him anything about talking, anything that they found on the phones. I was talking to underage girls or anything like that. Never talk. Never told him any of that. So what was his reaction when you came home? He was freaking out. I mean, he was crying. My grandpa was freaking out. You know, I mean, they raided my house. You know what I mean? Like, that's really traumatic, like, experience, so. You say your grandpa was there, too, when you got home? No, but he came over, and he left, like, shortly before I got there, but. So other, I, I mean, there had to be a conversation there. What? Because Dad knew. Yeah, I mean, I told him it was about the girls, and then they said I failed the polygraph or whatever. But he knew about you talking to underage girls, too. Well, then he never said anything to me. He never even brought that up. That's why I thought he never knew the whole time. But you just said if he found that out, it would ruin your relationship. That's what I'm saying. It clearly didn't. I mean, you still have a relationship. Right. With him, right? When's the last time you talked to your dad? I mean, this morning. Okay. Is it? Yeah, this morning. He came to my apartment this morning. How often would you say you see him? Oh, every few weeks. And where is he still living at? The same house. Okay, so I mean, since then, I mean, I wouldn't say it ruined your relation, I mean... No, I. that's why, like, right now, I'm, like, shocked that he, that you guys told him that, because he never brought that up to me. I mean, again, you should know, because they, they honestly told you that a couple times that they had told your dad. See, I don't remember them saying that to me. And that's tough for me. I mean, that's tough for me to, to believe you, just because, you know, I was... If you were in my... Sh okay, imagine you get home from Las Vegas. You're on a trip. Everything's went... You get home and you look outside and see SWAT everywhere. Police coming up with guns and stuff. How was your Vegas trip before when you went? I mean, it was great. Drunk fest and... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not really a big drinker because I have seizures and stuff. So I don't like drinking a lot. But, you know, I mean, it was fun. It was super cool, but... You know what I mean? And then I get taken down there. They tell me I killed two people. I failed the polygraph because I'm freaking out. You know what I mean? It'd be a traumatic experience. Yeah, I'm... And I already have anxiety like crazy. And the thing about humans and traumatic experiences is when we do experience something like that, literally gets engraved into us. Right, yeah. I mean, like 9-11, I can tell you... Right. Guys, exactly what I was doing... The entire day of 9-11. And that was a long time ago. Yeah. And that's why I find it difficult that you don't remember a lot of things. 
Because that was a traumatic experience, and those memories get engraved into us. Right. Is it just something you don't want to remember, I mean? It probably, uh, psychoanalyze it, yeah, probably is something I probably push out of my head. So can you say that these chats and these these images are a part of that too? I mean, that was so traumatic to you. Like you said, it was such a problem that you had and that you, it was a wake-up call that you just had to push that out as well? That's probably what it was. Yeah, I never really thought about it, honestly, but yeah, because I don't remember 90% of that stuff you just told me. And I think you can say that the images of these videos that I was describing are pretty traumatic. Yeah, yeah. So possibly, I think... I don't want to hear that shit. What you're trying to say is, I mean, possibly you saw these and it was just so traumatic for you that you pushed it out and you wanted to forget about it? No. I don't honestly... I don't remember viewing anything of anyone younger than 13, probably. Well, you just said it's possible that you never thought. Well, it's possible that I never thought of any of the people I talked to. So, like, I couldn't tell you one name of anyone that I talked to. Did you know any of the people you talked to? No, I don't think so. How did, uh, I mean, how do you, you just, like, search for people and pull them out? Or how you go about doing that? Meet me. It's like... Through that app. Do you have to be 18 on Meet Me or? You're, you were supposed to, but. They didn't check it anyway. Checked on it. So everyone you've spoke to, all these girls like that were younger, younger. They were, you met them all on Meet Me? Yeah. What about like Instagram, Facebook? I don't remember ever really talking to anyone on Instagram, but I could have. But I mean, it was all mostly on Meet Me. I know last year, um, the video and, um, I know you had, you had said that you had, if you met someone on Instagram or something, you would kick them to Snapchat. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, that probably sounds right though. And you did, you did tell them that, um, you did know a couple of girls in real life. They just didn't know who you were. You actually tell them that in the interview. Yeah. I don't remember any of the girls. But you said they were some people that you like legitimately knew. Right. That you were, um... Yeah, I don't... I don't remember. I don't know. I'm sure there was. I, I don't remember, though. I mean, there were so many people that I talked to. I don't... I don't remember anyone in person, though, ever. Hmm. Maybe people that I knew of, or something, maybe, or... I don't know. You had said, like... I'm trying to think of... I can't think of her name. But you had said, like, you had went to school with one of them. And they, when they should, you the you remember them showing you the picture of the different girls and... Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you had said, yeah, I know her personally, I know her personally. No, I met her on Instagram. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I probably meant, like, I knew of them in person. I don't, I don't, like, actually know them or talk to them or nothing like that. How would you know of them in person but not actually know them? Well, like, I mean, you went to the school I know of you being, you know what I mean. So, like, if you were, like, a senior and a girl was a freshman. Yeah. Talk, but you actually never names, you didn't know. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. What about, like, people or families you were associated with? What do you mean? Like, say it's, like, a, you know, a family you knew and you thought their younger daughter was hot or something. No. Did you ever do anything like that? No. I don't think. No. No. You sure? I don't think so. I mean, any families that I knew of? 
Yeah, like someone say, like you would know, like a couple people in the girl's family, as you know yourself, and then like some persona or some alternate account you had if you would like try talking to like the daughter of a family that you knew or something like that. Uh, I have no clue. I don't know. The daughter of a family. Yeah, so say there's like a family that you knew was, was there anyone that you targeted or stuck out? You know, you were seeking out their daughter specifically. No. Seeking out and targeting? No. Trying to talk to? When they were underage? Yes. No, I don't think so. I'm going to tell you that. My girlfriend now is, I mean, that's kind of how I know her. I know her family and stuff. Kagan Klein now discusses the woman we referred to last week as girlfriend A. There is a seven-year age difference between them. Kagan Klein concedes he first knew her brother, who he went to school with. And just like that, I would never hang out with her. She was 17 when me and her, like, first started talking. She had, like, one month until she was 18. And I never would hang out with her until she turned 18. Just because of that, like, past, like, I'm not, you know what I mean? But you still talk to her. Well, not even like that. Like, it was all, like, friendly. So, I mean, what made her different than the 16- and 15-year-old girls that you admitted to talking to and trading sexual images with? Well, I wouldn't send, like, sexual images and stuff. You said. I. You said. Well, with Girlfriend A. In your polygraph. With Girlfriend A? No. No, not with Girlfriend A. Right. But I'm saying what what made her different then? Because I knew her. You know what I mean? It was more of like a... Like, I don't know. More of, more of like a not-on-the-phone type thing, you know? I don't know how to explain that, but, like, it was like, I don't know. And, I mean, she was 17, and... I mean, in your own words, in every language. Well, I mean, I've never hung out with them. I, I you know, I'm not talking about hanging out. I'm talking... Right. I'm talking about talking to him and... Yeah, no. Sexting and trading images and that. I mean, you, in your own words, when you know what would happen if a girl told you that she was under 16, you said, I'd still talk to him. And when they said, how many girls do you think would have um exchanged nude images with over 200? How videos of girls do you have masturbating over 25? How many of those girls were underage? All of them. I mean, so again, I mean, it. it I feel like you're trying to keep secret i mean i swear i'm really not but this is like if i was trying to keep secrets i would have wanted a lawyer from the beginning and not said a word but you have to understand if i would have known i mean you keep going to like well she was 17 she was seven but i mean i'm saying like girlfriend a it was different right it was like it was a real person her age meant nothing i mean her age didn't mean anything because obviously well, she was getting ready to turn 18. So it was so, like, you know, it's only one month. Do you? It wasn't like I was. Explain the thought process. Talk. Unlike if a 15-year-old told you you're 15 or that she was 15, um, why would you keep talking to her? A random person that you don't know. I don't know. That's like not, probably that she's not a real person, if that makes any sense. Like, she's just a person on the phone. That you can manipulate, right? So you get off on manipulating, manipulation and, and, and like the, um, whole like Emily Ann, why that, why Emily Ann? Like, I don't know. It's just a random name. This Emily is Emily account, something like Emily in class or something, or is it something made up? 
there's a couple. Yeah, Emily and Emma. Yeah, it was always mm-hmm. like something like that. Yeah. Right. But like why, like, again, help me explain the thought process behind that. Why a girl? Why did you portray yourself as a girl? Probably because they would be more, I don't know, probably wouldn't feel as threatened to talk to a girl than a boy. You know what I mean? They wouldn't? Right. Something like that. It was probably easier to get them to send you nudes. Probably, yeah. If they thought you were a girl, they thought you were a girl sending them to then a guy. Right. And if you know you were maintaining these relationships, like there was a few where I mean it was like a boyfriend and girl or girlfriend and girlfriend type things. Um, You know, did, I mean, did you feel like you know an actual love? No. I mean. No, no. There, there are a lot of them, and a lot of them, like you said, helped you through a lot of tough times and, like, depression and, and everything that you were going through. I mean, there had to been, I mean, there was a love use exchanged and things like that. Yeah, that was just to get what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, what did you... I don't think... What was your end goal when you would start contacting? To get naked pictures from them. Okay, and then you obviously had told the the polygrapher that you would masturbate to those images. I mean, yeah, you were sexually aroused, right? Yeah, to those images. Um, what I mean, where would you draw that line then? Of what? For age wise, like thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And what about a thirteen year old made it different than a twelve year old for you sexually? Probably the age of just being like a teenager. Probably. Um, the age-specific searches on your phone or from your phone, like the 12-year-old girls, the 13-year-old girl, that was you? I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I looked that stuff up. I mean, that was... 12-year-old girl stomach? Like 12-year-old gangbang, stuff like that? Like those searches? I don't ever remember searching that. But yeah, I mean, probably that was... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think you have, like, a thing for a girl's stomachs is that, I mean, we all have. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, And then, so it was, like, searches, was that, like, on just browsing the web or? I don't know. I don't even remember searching any of that stuff. It was probably uh, Internet Explorer, something like that. Okay. Now, how many, I mean, would you be able to find a lot or? Back, oh, I don't. I don't even remember. I don't know. Probably not. So that's probably why you had to right. facilitate actually talking to them. To the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had said, and again, I really just want to get this clarified. The friend one relationship that ended 2018, you had said, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you had went to Vegas and um had that the new phone that you found and um your iPhone 5 that you had, um, so those searches would have been yours because no one else would have had. Yeah, I'm guessing. Access to it. And, um, which again, were in that age range that said that you prefer. And that really shows how bad it is because I don't even remember ever even searching anything there. When in Vegas? How, how often would you probably commit a day when you were doing it uh i have no clue i mean there were girls i would talk to i don't know it was literally like you wake up in the morning first thing do was check your phone probably i don't know last thing at night before going to bed first thing when you get up type thing no i don't think it was like that when would you normally get up i have no i mean 
I don't know. That was three years ago. I don't. Probably eight or nine, I guess. Ten. I don't know. You said like 1030. Sound about right? Yeah. Um, so again, I mean, you got to help me understand this because, you know, we're we're past the friend number one thing in the past, the 2018. And these are the new devices that only you have access to. And the search history, I mean, I'm looking at is the same. So I I think we can be safe to say that friend number one didn't search those things. Uh, Yeah, I don't remember searching any of those, though. But if you had the only access to the phones, then it have to be. That Samsung Galaxy phone? And the iPhone uh, 5. Because, again, we're past the friend number one falling out relationship. Dad doesn't know your password. And it was just you and him. And I'm talking these searches were in Vegas. When? Yeah, but when I was in Vegas on that vacation, I was friends with friend one, though. You said your falling out was before that. No, my falling out was when we left Vegas. And you said... I moved back to Indiana. Right. Moved back in 2018. The investigators began to ask Kagan Klein about the trip he and his father, Tony Klein, took to Las Vegas shortly after the murders in Delphi. Hum, and then, but he wasn't out there with you guys. It was just you and your dad. In 2016? 17. Was? When you went to Vegas. I thought it was 16. But yeah, no, he wasn't with us. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Those The searches, uh, the times on those searches. I guess. Were when you guys were out there, so that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I don't even remember searching anything out there, is why I don't know. Who all went to Vegas? Like a big party? Were you guys celebrating something? No, just me and my dad. And you had had that planned for... Yeah, we had that planned for almost a year, probably before that. You didn't meet anybody? We said... Out there or... No, no. So, I mean, why don't you think you're... Well, we did someone, one of his friends. After discussing a bit of identifying information about a friend of Tony Klein's, the conversation returns to the 2017 trip to Vegas. And did you and your dad, did you guys share a room, one room, or... In Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, when do you think you have the opportunity to, to make these searches? Oh, I, I probably would have, you know, went to the bathroom or something like that. Or maybe when he was sleeping or something. Okay. After you professional services in the, you know, meet me or something or whatever. I never did that, man. No, that was on there. Uh, Meeting a girl in Vegas? Uh-huh, yep. From meet me? Uh-huh. And just other uh, kick was messages on that and things like the escort service that you were talking to two on there prices uh -huh, like two i think she i uh, at one point said like 250 and you're like uh a little much and like see i don't even remember that i probably did though because i mean we were talking about going to the bunny ranch so yeah probably did which i mean it's legal out there right anyway um so what else about that um that vacation stood out what do you mean like, I mean, just go over the vacation, like what you guys did. I mean, we sightseeing and stuff like that. I mean, that was really about it. Just sightseeing about every day, gamble and stuff like that. And did did you did you ever arrange anything? You didn't go to the bunny ranch, you said. No. Why go there? 
it was too far. It was pretty far outside of Vegas. So it's super expensive, way too expensive. How much? How much? It was like $400 for an hour. For an hour? Oh, yeah, I could see that being a lot. What, what I mean, what would the the price point that you would have been happy with? Oh, I don't know. What about your dad? What price range? Probably 150 or something like that. 150? And what would you expect out for 150 bucks? Probably head, probably blowjob. For 150? Yeah. What about your dad? What would he think and what would he want? Probably the same. I Same? Yeah, probably the same, yeah. But I mean, it had to be, well, you weren't working at the time, were you? No. So he was, I'm assuming. Right, yeah, exactly. Paying for everything, so he'd probably be in the in negotiation somewhere if he's got to pay double. Right, yeah. You know, um, and did, did he try to, I mean, since he was the, the negotiator and the, the pocket man, did he try and negotiate into or? No, I just called him on the phone. Well, like the, the chats and stuff like that. No. So he left it up to you to try to negotiate the prices. Yeah. And? My dad's not really good with phones at all, like anything electronic. That's why I got to do all his Chrysler stuff. But I mean, he... It's ridiculous. I think he had mentioned, like, he knows, like, um Facebook or... Yeah. Messaging everything. Like that. Right. The following section contains references to two women Kegan Klein claims to have been in relationships with. We will refer to them as Girlfriend A and Girlfriend B. A weight loss journey can feel like a lonely struggle, but it doesn't have to be. For so many of us, lifestyle changes like deciding to lose weight, adopting a nutritious diet, and taking up fun exercises are all about putting our own health and wellness first. But it can be really hard to know where to begin or how to keep the weight off once we've seen some progress. Quick fixes like soup diets and juice cleanses are unsustainable. There's a much better way to embark on this journey that over 200,000 people have already chosen. We're talking about the Roe Body Program. Here's how it works. Roe gives you access to one of the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Their Roe Body Program then sets up a comprehensive weight loss program tailored to your specific lifestyle, health status, and goals. In addition to the weekly shot, you get one-on-one coaching with a registered nurse. That can help you adopt and stick with lifestyle changes like exercise routines and nutritious diets. It's a comprehensive program that sees participants lose 15 to 20% of their weight in a year on average. But the real benefit is that you keep that weight off. This is weight loss at its most sustainable. With Roe, the average weight loss is 15 to 20% of your weight in one year, in conjunction with healthy lifestyle changes. EMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash msheet. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. Go to roe.co slash msheet. That's roe.co slash msheet. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, And that at the time, were you, you weren't with Girlfriend A. No. Right? Who, who was your girlfriend at that time? I don't think I had one. And was um trying to think. Girlfriend B, maybe. Yeah. Girlfriend B. Yeah, she she didn't go with you guys. No. What did um what did she think of the whole law enforcement thing at your house and I told her and then I kind of quit talking to her after that. Like what did you tell her? I told her that I my house got raided and stuff. And I told her because of the two girls, and that's it. I obviously didn't tell her anything else. So what did you tell her about that? Like, they said that I failed that thing and how they were questioning me about it and stuff. And what did she say? I mean, she freaked out, obviously. I mean, she kind of, it was more her quit talking to me kind of thing. She did? Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, why would she? I mean, we weren't like a serious boyfriend and girlfriend or nothing like that. It was just kind of like a hangout thing because we'd known each other our whole lives pretty much. So, and again, Kagan, I'm just really trying to understand all this stuff and trying to add it up. And it, I'm going to be honest with you, it doesn't, okay? You know giving a friend access, full access to your phone, but not your dad, and and again... I mean, it's more of like my dad. Just listen. Just listen. Right. And and you know, being being weirded out by showing your dad a picture of a hot girl, but yet negotiating prices to hook well, up to get, to get a blowjob, you know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, like... I'm not going to show my dad a picture of a 16-year-old girl and be, hey, look at this girl. I mean, I would never do that. Well, you even said 18. Well, I wouldn't. I Well, I mean, I didn't really talk to a lot of 18-year-olds, you know? So, I mean, I wasn't really getting nudes from, you know, girls like that because I had technically, technically I had a girlfriend, but... I mean... That's why I would never want to, like, hang out with anyone in person or nothing. Because of what? I already had. I mean... I already had a girlfriend. If I wanted to have sex with someone, I'd just have sex with her. Is it, um... Girlfriend B. Girlfriend B? But, I mean, you said that wasn't a serious relation. I mean, it wasn't serious. But, I mean, we had sex a lot. You guys did? Yeah. So you did have a sexual relationship? Oh, yeah. Um, how old was girlfriend B at the time? She's my age. So she might be 25 now. I don't know. 25, and you've had no no other contact with her since, since that happened? Not really. I don't even, I think she moved or something like that. I'm not even sure. How do you know that? Facebook. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, I think we're at the point where, you know, with, with all this information on your phone, on, sorry, multiple phones, you know, and your own admission that you were talking to girls underage. And, and um, I mean, I'm not talking one or two images that could be right. kind of hidden. Right. I mean, you knew all the stuff that was on your phone, right? I mean, yeah, I knew. I talked to those girls a lot on Kick and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I ever deleted any messages on there. Well, you said you deleted the... Well, the whole app. Yeah, the apps and stuff like that. So that way they couldn't hold it against you for... No, not even that. You said it. But more of... Would look bad. Yeah, right. 
you had, it would look bad. Um, well, not even that. Just more of like how she said, just, you know, I don't know what. How she said. She really like, she kind of really like made me real. Not really realize I already knew, but like, it was more of like a motherly type thing when I talked to that lady. How she was like, you know, you're young. You need to, you know, never do this again. And you need to get help and stuff like that. I definitely didn't hear her say delete everything. No, I never said delete everything. Well, you said that she had told you to delete everything. Stop what you're doing. Well, I, and I said actually not really like that, but I mean, she was like, hey. So why, I mean, why lie? I mean, you lied in the beginning to them that you didn't make any fraudulent accounts. You didn't talk to underage girls, knowing, I mean, right. they had your phones. Right, right. So why lie? I don't know. The anxiety and freaking out about everything. It's just like maybe if I lied to get away with it or something, you know? Probably some something like that. And I mean, I hope that's it's not your thought process today. No. Because obviously... I mean, I'm... Today's completely different. Yeah, right. I What, what concerns me is, and again, I'm... As I expect you to be honest, I want to be honest with you. Right. Is just the whole friend number one thing doesn't make sense to me. Uh, You know, the whole dad thing doesn't make sense to me because I, I mean, I'd feel my other parent or right. family member, they would have way more trust for a random friend that, you know, would do that. And so, and so honestly, I mean, I do not think you've been a hundred percent honest about this and. I and I think there's other stuff you haven't been honest about and that's something we we do need to talk about because again it has been a very long process and a very detailed fine tooth comb process to go through all of these phones to go right through every chat I mean you talk to some people right and it's been very tedious and when we find these things they have to be clarified because again your names are on the phones right your pin right One's a pin and a swipe, and then it's all on you. A pin and a swipe? What do you mean? Yeah, you had like a swipe and a pin in the backup on one phone. I don't. So. The Samsungs or something? Yeah, so, you know, like I said, the things that we need to clarify on that stuff, we need to clarify. And just as in the child pornography and the solicitation and exploitation that you weren't honest, like you said, I mean, you were just nervous and. Right. With anxiety of getting caught, you know, the Delphi investigation, we found things that you weren't honest about either. The conversation now turns to the possible connection of Kagan and Tony Klein to the murders of Liberty German and Abigail Williams. With the anxiety of getting caught, you know, the Delphi investigations, we found things that you weren't honest about either. What do you mean? And that, I'm going to go into that because... Yeah, please do. What we need to discuss it, okay? Um, You had told investigators, um, and I know you say you don't remember a girl that you ever talked to, but I know you remember Liberty German, right? And, you know, you talked to her and you admitted to talking to her, and... I don't think I ever did, though. I think I talked to one of her friends, like I told them. Yeah, you you admitted that you talked to her for a few hours at a sleepover. And then you blocked her because she was annoying. You remember that? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, in going through with a fine-tooth comb, that's not what happened. 
And I think you wanted to be truthful and it was hard for you because you were scared. I mean, it's a double homicide investigation. Yeah. I get it. Right. I get that. But here's where you have to be honest about it because now we have all the information, okay? Right. And I'm telling you right now, and you can say you don't remember, but I'm telling you for a fact, you did not just talk to them during a sleepover, okay? I'm telling you for a fact, you said, I, I, um, I didn't exchange any pictures with them. You said, I didn't exchange any pictures with them. I don't think I ever did. I'm telling you that's a fact you did, okay? Because the Anthony Schatz persona right. that you um admitted to making communicated with Liberty German on Snapchat, um, on Instagram. And like I said, it it was not just for a couple of hours, okay? So we need to we need to revisit that. Right. And we need to clarify that because right now what we have in that what we can what we can officially go with is you saying that, but we know for a fact it was a lie, okay? That's what we know right now because we have the data, you know? And again, I made the comment in the beginning, Snapchat thinks that right. it all deletes. It doesn't, okay? The investigators now get into an area people have long wondered about. What exactly was the nature of the relationship between Anthony Schatz and Liberty German? So when do you think, uh, how, how did you meet Liberty German? You didn't meet in person, but how did you? I don't know. I literally don't know. And again? It had to be on Instagram or something. Okay. It was on Instagram. Yeah. And, and again, you can't tell me you don't know because you have to know because this needs to be clear. This can't be something that's left, okay? Because we know through the records. I know. It was so long ago. I don't. But again, like I said, it's... Right, right. Okay? So she added you on Instagram. When was that, would you say? Uh, I literally have no clue. I don't remember talking to her, really. I didn't even know who she really was until after I saw that on the news. And I was like, oh, wow, that name. Like, I remembered that name. Okay, and here's, I mean, again, that's, that's a lie, too. Because we know that for a fact that when you were in Vegas, that on your device, you were searching about the Delphi investigation. Yeah, because that's like right by our, you know what I mean? Okay. That's someone getting killed right out here. But it's not just. Be like, what the fuck? It's not just something you saw on the news. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, it's it's a news article um, that you looked at on Safari. Tips pour in after suspect identified in Delphi Dumble Homicide. Um, new details in the Delphi killings to be released. The audio clip. You remember the audio clip? Right. How many times would you say that you listened to it? Oh, I don't know. Probably a few. I'm not sure. A few as in like one, two? I don't know. I mean, trying to hear the guy's voice. See what he said. I don't know. Probably five or six, probably. I don't know. Six? It wasn't really that long. Six times? Right. Um, another article, information sought investigation into the deaths of Liberty German and Abigail Williams. Um, it was a lot, and you saying that it was a party weekend, nothing but fun, and that that's not what your phone says. It's not what your search history says. Because I'm searching about people dying? Not just people dying, a person that you literally talked to. Yeah, but I didn't realize that at the time, that that's who I was talking to. How do you not? 
Because I don't think, I mean, like I said, I talked to a ton of people. Okay, then I'll. And then, and then like once I realized, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? When, when, when would you say you realized that, that it was that Liberty German, the girl that you were talking to was killed? I, I don't know. Probably, I mean, a little bit after probably happening. I mean, probably after it happened and I saw like her face and saw her name. Okay, and then you told investigators that you had never talked to anybody. Yeah, I don't remember talking to her. I remember talking to one of her friends, I thought. You just said you remember talking to her. Well, that's what... I remember her being there, like with her friend. But I don't remember ever talking to her. That's that's not what you said. I said... Said you talked... First interview. No, you said, Kagan, I don't... I'm not here to argue with you, okay? I'm not here to lie to you either. Okay, well, I'm not here to lie to you either. But I'm telling you what you told investigators was you had talked to her the night of the sleepover. This is three years ago. I mean, I don't remember everything I told them. You know what I mean. There's no way. I I mean, and again. Why would I think about that? That was the most traumatic experience of my life and telling me that I... I bet it was. ...killed people. So yeah, why would I ever think about that? Because it was a traumatic experience. Why would I want to revisit? Okay, so. Them telling me that. Then why lie? Them telling me that I failed a polygraph. Then why lie to investigators about it? In I, I really didn't think I did. We're not, we're not three years into it or away from it. Now we're two weeks after it happened, okay? Right. Why did you tell them that you only talked to her one night when that... Because that's probably all I remembered. I mean, I... Remember two weeks? I mean, like I said, I talked to hundreds of people. I don't remember talking to one girl. You know what I mean. Just one girl that got killed. You don't... You wouldn't remember that? Then why care what happened? You said it. I mean, it was so important because... It is. I mean, that's two little kids getting killed in a town that's right by me. And that person's out here somewhere. And one of the girls that got killed, you talked to, including the day of. Let's just take a moment to highlight this. Kagan Klein communicated with Liberty German on the day of the murders. She killed and then people talked to him. What do you mean? That doesn't mean that I killed them. I didn't say that. That's what you're, that's what you're saying. Like I absolutely not. Did not say that. You're implying. Nope. That I know something about that or anything like that. What I... That's what you were implying. No. What I'm trying to do is clarify. And I'm telling you the truth. I get that you don't believe me, okay? But I'm telling you the truth. Whether it's my whatever psyche telling me to put that out of my mind, I don't remember it. I don't remember what I told them three years ago. Okay, well, I... I don't remember ever talking to her. So you said you had never sent her any images. I don't think I ever did. There's an image that you sent to her in a Ferrari that says sports car. Yeah, because I have a Ferrari. Well, Anthony Schatz did. Okay. Right. Anthony Schatz had a Ferrari. I don't. No, I don't remember that. Here's another one that you had sent her. I hate how long it takes for this to warm up Ferrari. Here's another one. Okay. Okay, like I would send to everyone. I mean, that's... Like I have a Ferrari. Yeah, like I would have a Ferrari. What do you mean? I didn't... Anthony Schatz. Okay, but I don't. I don't remember that. You were, okay? You're acting like I remember every little piece of, like every little... Okay, well, let... Thing of every... Let's 
girl that I've ever talked to. Let's get this straight then. So I forgot even about that name until you said that 10 minutes ago. I forgot even about that. So Kegan Klein was not talking to Liberty German. Anthony right. Schatz was. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Anthony Schatz was. Right. So Anthony Schatz. So when when they were asking, did you send her images? You said no because you didn't. But Anthony Schatz did. No, because I don't remember sending them anything. Okay, well, I'm telling you, here's three off the bat. Here's another one. Here's a couple more, actually. And then here's one sent specifically to her. Is it bad that I'm super into you? Like, I would say that to every one of those girls. I mean, it was the same thing with every one of those girls. But when you're telling me that you never sent her or Anthony Schatz never sent her. Because I don't remember ever sending her anything. I don't remember ever even talking to her. I remember talking to her friend. Like, you think you're going to catch me in a lie, and I'm not really lying to you at all. I don't remember it. It's not. I've caught you in a lie. You haven't. It is a lie. You haven't, though. You said I've never sent her anything. And you asked me, do I remember that? And I said, no, I do not remember that. Well, I'm telling you. So I am not lying. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you about these little itty-bitty word sentences, okay? It's not itty-bitty when you're telling me that I know something about people that have died. On camera and audio recorded, you said, I did not send Liberty German any pictures. Right. Okay? I don't remember ever doing that. Well, I'm telling you right now, you did. Okay. Okay? All right. So that's a fact. Okay. That's not me trying to catch you in a lie. That's a fact. Okay. You are trying to catch me in a lie because you keep asking the same questions. That's you trying to catch me in a lie. I don't remember it, okay? Okay. And you can think that I'm lying to you, but I really don't remember it. And I'm telling you, you may not remember it. Okay. But it happened. But it happened. Okay, yeah. So you can... Right. This is a fact. Right. Okay, yeah. Okay? Right. Fact. Right. So just like talking to Liberty German is a fact. Right. Okay? Anthony Schatz communicated with Liberty German. And it's a fact that it wasn't just for a few hours at a sleepover. It was in your own admission that you said in the interview, it is a fact on audio recorded and video recorded interview, you said, well, we never sent any pictures. And then the very next couple sentences you said, well, I knew they were at a sleepover because they sent pictures to me. Yeah, she didn't. Her friend did. Right. Right. So you knew that they were there. And I mean, you had said that she had sent a picture. I remember that specifically. Again, that's a fact. I'm not trying to catch you in. That's a fact. Right. Okay? Just like, again, it's a fact that you're communicating to her multiple days at a time. Just like other girls that you were talking to. Including up to the day that she went missing right before. And what I want to know is you would communicate with her on what? The iPhone 5 was your primary device, right? Yeah. That's a fact? Okay, what other devices would you communicate with her on? I don't. I don't know. I have no clue of even talking to. What other devices would you communicate with anybody else on at the time? iPhone? Yeah. Okay, well, on February 13th, this would have been logged in a little bit earlier, so that would have been 8 o'clock in the morning at your house, okay? Where you and your dad lived. Two separate devices. See the numbers here, how they're the same? Log in, log out. Log in, log out. 
one device, log in, log out, all within minutes of each other, to the same Anthony Schott's Snapchat account. What two devices were these? These? This is a fact. Yeah, I don't. And this is not. It had to be that Samsung Galaxy then or something. Why would you log? Ever. Devices? That makes no sense. Talking, having my Snapchat. My actual Snapchat open at the same time. This is this is the exact same snap. This is the Anthony Schatz account. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like using... Two different devices. Mine, and then using another phone at the same time. Talking. You know what I mean. Yeah, but why would you do that? I mean to talk to more girls. So, it's the same account? Yeah, same account, but you're using two... No. But what I'm saying is I logged out of that to log into my other phone. Which was... No. What what was that? What was the other phone? That's what I'm saying. It has to be that Galaxy. That's Which one? There was there was like a Samsung Galaxy S, I think, or something. I don't know. S what? Huh? And S what? Which one? It was white. I'm not sure. I don't know. It had like a cracked screen real bad because I sat on it. Okay, another fact then. You said I did not talk to anyone about them missing, about the girls being missing. Right. Okay, Snapchat return. You had talked to one of her friends who had said to you... Who I was talking to? That you were talking to... The whole time. Absolutely correct. That's who I remember. Yes, correct. Right. She said, did you hear about Liberty? You respond on Anthony Schott's OMG, what happened? That's talking to someone about the two girls that were missing and then wound up dead. Right. I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. Same person or the girl that you were talking to says that Anthony Schatz was meeting up with Liberty German. That's the facts. A total lie. That's a total lie. And then. That's a total fucking lie. In that conversation, it goes. That's a total lie. We want to step out of the transcript for a moment to highlight what we have just heard. A friend of Libby German's made the claim that Anthony Schatz and Libby were supposed to meet on the day of the murders. I'm, I'm, you. it's a fact, okay? That's a lie. So you need to listen. It's not a fact. Same conversation of the OMG what happened, duh, duh, duh. Anthony Schott says, yeah, we were supposed to meet, but she never showed up. That's a fucking lie. That's a damn lie. How do you know? How can you? Because I know for a fact I did not ever talk to. So how do you? No, 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 hang on, because you don't know a lot of things about all this stuff. But all of a sudden, you know for a 100% fact. Because I didn't fucking murder someone. Yeah, so yeah, I know. I didn't say. For a fucking fact that I don't know anything about what happened. Okay, have I one time said that you murdered? You are implying. Absolutely not. I can honestly. He's on your side. No. I can honestly sit here. If you were someone else and I asked them. You or not. You would see that you. I can honestly. Were implying. Sit here. For the last 30 minutes that I have done this. Listen to me. I can honestly sit here and I'm telling you I do not believe that you killed Liberty or... Okay. Thank you. I can tell. Thank you. You that right now. Thank you. Okay? Yes. This is also worth highlighting. First, in a text message, Anthony Schatz confirmed he was supposed to meet Libby on the day she was murdered, but claimed she did not show up. And secondly, one of the investigators appears to make it very clear that he does not believe Kagan Klein killed Libby or Abby. But you need to tell me. 
I don't know anything. Who was logging in? Like I told you before. To these accounts. I do not. Now you don't know again. I told you I logged in from two different phones. I had two different phones. I was. So who was? Talking. Talking to the girl about you were supposed to meet Libby. I don't remember ever. And she didn't show up. Saying that. Now you don't remember again. Yeah, because it. See how this can. Never happened. I don't. This is. I don't. Really confusing. I never fucking told her I would hang out with her. I never anything like that. You remember certain things, and then certain things you don't remember. It's awfully convenient, Kegan. It's really convenient. Okay. At this point in the transcript, the investigators and Kegan Klein start having a discussion about a particular family and some persons associated with it. We are going to give all of these people fictitious names. Who's John Smith? I went to school with him. Like high school? Yeah, he was. I was friends with his sister. Who's that? Jane Smith. Did you date her? No, I was really good friends with her, though. Okay. What about Sue Smith? Who's that? Her mom. Her, well, her stepmom. Okay, who's Jane's? Yeah, Jane's. Yeah, John's, too. Uh, who's Betty Smith? I mean, I'm guessing someone. Uh, maybe her cousin. Okay. What about Lucy Smith? Her little sister. Whose? John and Jane's. Okay. John and Jane. Okay. So that's brother, sister? Yeah, I think there were half, but yeah. Okay. Um, who's Sarah Smith? Who? Sarah Smith. I don't know. If you went to school with John Smith? Yeah, I even think he was like a grade or two lower than me. So what's your uh, connect with that entire family? Uh, I used to actually stay with them a lot. Who? When I lived in Galveston. When they lived in Galveston. Stayed with? The family. The Smiths. All? Jane was really like, really one of my good, real good friends in like sixth grade, fifth grade, seventh. Um, do you remember? So like, I already know where you're and you're right. I did talk to her. Yes. Who? Not say like that I remember when you say it's that girl... Lucy, I did talk to her back in the day. Like you dated her? No, like I tried to talk to her. Okay. And that's like what you said a little bit ago about the family or whatever, yeah. That would be, I guess, an instance of uh, me knowing a family and you know? Um, so a person associated with that family, directly associated with that family, was talking to Anthony Schatz. Right. Probably Lucy. Right. Had to be. And was looking to hook up with Anthony Schatz. So she gives an address to Anthony Schatz because she's coming home after school. And she wants to hook up because parents are not at home after school for a couple hours. Who's that, Lucy? Someone associated with the Smith family. Okay. And she gets off the, um, here. This girl associated with the Smith family gets off the school bus and there's a guy with a ski mask peering in her bedroom window. Okay, so you're trying to say that's me or something? No, I'm not saying it's you. I'm just saying there's another coincidence that we have a girl talking to Anthony Schatz's account and she gives an address to Anthony Schatz because she wants to hook up with him. See, I don't even remember her give ever giving me an address. But it's, we have. Right. And she did. She did. And in fact, there was actually a police report filed when it happened because... Right. She comes home from school, sees this guy with a ski mask looking in her bedroom window directly after giving this address to Anthony Schatz. As a matter of fact, that's the incident that started everything else last time. 
That's how everything started last time. Was this was that incident? That's crazy. I mean, I'm I know how bad. Hang and on top of that, you searched about the Smiths on 2-19-17. What do you mean I searched? The day before that happened, your phone shows that you searched the Smith family. What do you mean? I'm telling you, your phone searched. Like on Facebook or something? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Another coincidence? Yeah, I see what you're trying to put together. But I swear to God, I was not looking in someone's fucking... We didn't say that. Will you stop? You're implying that I... God. We're trying to get... I know what you're trying. To understand our picture. To I know. I get what you're trying to do. But I'm telling you, I, I was never in a ski mask looking in her fucking house. No. I've known them. I could literally call her dad right now and go over there. But they do not know you're Anthony Schatz. Exactly. But I'm saying if I wanted to get her or whatever, I would fucking just go over there. My, But she... Myself. Wouldn't give it to Kagan. But she would give... She would, though. She told me before that she liked me. That's the whole reason why I would talk. Try to talk to her because I knew she liked me. That doesn't mean I'm in a, in a ski mask at her fucking house. It is obviously disturbing to realize that a girl who trusted Anthony Schatz with her home address ended up with a ski-masked man peeping in her bedroom window. It makes one wonder what other fates befell girls who trusted Anthony Schatz with their personal information. At this point, the investigators returned their attention to the trip to Las Vegas Kegan Klein and his father Tony Klein took shortly after the murders. I, what were you so concerned about with when you're in Vegas, or let's even go before you were in Vegas, about being somehow connected to Liberty German? Because I talked to her friend on the phone. But that wouldn't really, I mean, you said yourself, anyone couldn't talk to a friend of someone. Right. That you were. But I mean, if someone got murdered, I would tell them, you know, anyone that I've ever come in contact with recently. You know what I mean. Yeah, but it, it went more than that. Kegan, you were very concerned. I mean, the searches in your phone, um, and this is... Yeah, I'm concerned. What do you mean? Someone gets killed around us? I'm concerned. Yes. Okay, so do, do you know what, when you gave your polygraph that you said Liberty, like, what's her name? I don't, I don't remember her name. And then after you spent all that time reading over it? Because my brain is going crazy. What do you mean? What I mean is there's no way you didn't know what her name was. And you sitting there, that Liberty whatever, whatever her name is, your, your polygraph. I don't remember that. And, and before the polygraph, I mean, you were looking up um, articles about it. I mean, you're even before you guys went to Vegas, you guys are now, you know, foul, foul play suspected. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Update. Um, That's crazy. Foul play suspected, another one, Delphi community concerned. Right. Um. So, I mean, you're telling me that you, police asking. So, everyone that looked that up? No. Is a suspect? I didn't say that, but. I know, but I'm saying, like, just because I, I, you know what I mean? I'm freaked out about someone dying? If you, uh. Doesn't mean that. If you think that was on its face right, which I kind of do say, it doesn't make sense that you would look at that. But we're marrying that up with. It makes sense that I would. At, it makes sense that I would at that because it's in. No, you're saying my community makes sense for us to question question you about looking that up. 
when you're one of the last people to ever spoke to her before she wound up dead. Or excuse me, Anthony Schatz was one of the last, the Anthony Schatz account is one of the last people to speak to her before she winds up dead. Right, and then you said that it could be because a friend of a friend says, well, hey, I talked to such and such, and they're friends, but you're searching about, um, can law enforcement trace IP addresses from social media? Well, yeah. Why wouldn't I look that up if I'm looking at stuff on the internet? That's not just... About... That's not concerned in your in your area. That's because you knew you were talking to her. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about I would look that up because of what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm talking to underage girls. So why would I not? And including the one that got murdered. Okay. Right. That makes sense. I did not look that up because of that. No. Internet survey, a server, uh, John, uh, murder of John Benet Ramsey, OJ Simpson after that. Why that? Those are unsolved cases. What do you mean? How'd you know? I mean, this is a... How do I know? They're the most popular... No, I'm saying, how'd you know that this case was, was going to be unsolved? Because this was a few days. Because they put out the pictures of him. They put out a picture of him on the bridge and a voice. And then... Yeah, someone murdered someone. And they have a picture of them or their voice. I'm going to look to see if I know that person. Like, why? What do you mean? The guys on there telling everyone, the state guy or the state police department guys on there telling everyone, if you know anyone that looks like this or anything, call in. What what we want to know is, who had access to the Anthony Schatz account? Me. On two different devices? Yes. At the same time? Yeah. So if you were the sole owner of that account, the only one that had access to it? I mean, on those day, that just looks like me logging onto one of my phones. I was logged in on that phone. I logged out. Logged in on my other phone. That's what that looks like. So you were the one that sent these pictures to her. You are the one. I mean, if I... That talked to her before. Have to, I... The sleepover. You're the one that talked to her all that weekend, and you're the one that talked to her, one of the last people to talk to her before she was murdered. That's what you're telling me. I guess. Yeah, I mean... You gotta understand from our... Right. That's... Right. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm gonna buy this for you. Right. I'm going to take you right. out in cars. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose of Anthony Schatz. Right. Which whether you, he's targeting, looking for a girl that is, one, going to believe the story. Right. Two, going to give you what you want. Uh-huh. So you were trying to get nude images from Liberty and spoke to her, actually. I mean. On the, any, one of the very. Any girl I talk to. It's not just one girl. It's any girl I ever. It talk to it's a girl that wanted a man right right i mean we're not the reason this is a big deal i mean serious the other one's not dead she's dead right i mean the large the biggest case in indiana right hands down right the media attention i mean there's been no stone left unturned in the investigation right and the only thing of all the investigators all the hours put into this and you have to think of yourself you're a juror Right. You know yourself in this scenario, and you're just listening to the evidence. Right. You have a guy at Small Town USA, right? Small Town USA. You know, so if you're from Small Town, you get it. If you're not, you don't. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know your dad's Facebook friends with some of Abby's mother's friends, right? So that's kind of stuff you would expect to see in a Small Town USA. Right. All right. Your girlfriend, your current girlfriend, is friends on Facebook with one of Liberty's ex-boyfriends. Small Town USA, right? So there's still stuff that you know 
maybe like if we were in Chicago or something, you'd look at, okay, that's that's it, right? Right. So, okay, you take that, that for example. Then small town USA. You know the Smiths? Right. Okay. They're at a sleepover at a Smith residence. And that's, you know, the whole thing with Liberty. When she was speaking to Anthony Schatz, they were at the Smiths. And here we are. They're at the Smiths. And this is... Who was it? The Smiths? The Smiths. The families. The family of the Smiths. Yeah. That the the fam, the family that Kegan Klein knows, not right. Anthony Schatz knows. Right. So now we're worried about grooming. We have we have a guy that has troves of child pornography on his devices. We have Liberty being groomed and and unfortunately she was completely enthralled with Anthony Schatz. Completely. Like thought you know I'm talking to this rich hot guy. I'm, you know, like as she is completely in love with Anthony Schatz. Right. So this account that you set up, you know, and I'm I'm sure that you've seen our social media had said something like you know, waiting for Peter Pan to come. And it was like this, like almost like a little hanging fruit statement for someone that would target girls. You probably see that and think this is going to be an easy target. I don't get what you mean. What more of a targeting thing, right? Like is more, a more maybe you didn't go into that depth. I don't know how much depth you went into looking for girls you wanted to get nude images from as Anthony shots, like bookshot method and see who comes back. But regardless, she bought the story. She bought the account, so we have a friend saying that she knew that she was trying to meet up with Anthony Schatz. See, I don't remember ever saying to meet up with me, though. Okay, but I'm telling you, this is what we have. Right, yeah. We have, we have that, I mean. Right. We have that. Right. It seems important to step away from the transcript for a moment to let what we are learning sink in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. According to the investigators, Liberty German was enthralled with Anthony Schatz, and she even revealed to her friend that she wanted to meet Anthony Schatz in person. We have multiple device logins from your house. Right. For a Snapchat account within minutes of one another. Right. Okay. 
Um, we have the day that you gave your polygraph in your interview. You you were steadfast in I I met I met them in the beginning of February, like first or second. You were steadfast. You never came off that. I never spoke to her beyond February first or second. And the guy says, "Look, we know you spoke to her the day she was murdered. You said absolutely not. I blocked her. She was annoying me after the first or second, right? We have these images. You saying that's not you know what what's what you that's a nude." What are you for? We have these grooming pictures. We have the money. The Anthony Schatz money account going to her. Right, so this starts to stack after a while. I mean, small town USA, independent of each other. Right. Yeah, but then it starts to stack, right? We have the kick messenger. Mess messages with all these my daddy references. Right. With regardless of what you say, there are two different authors of those messages, regardless of what you say, right? They're not both you. They're both your your devices. They're mixed, but the Im, the phrasing's different. It changes. It is not the same person. So we know we have multiple account logins with Snapchat. We have two different people using Kick Messenger talking to people from your residence. I mean, all all that hundred percent sure. We know it. We know it for a fact. So remove yourself from it, bullshit, and trying to pick out every individual piece. It starts to stack. Just keep stacking the phone, your um, your phone that you had every all your search history was deleted from 210 to 215. There's nothing in between. So now what's interesting about that. So now what's interesting about that is all those other phones have complete histories. Nothing's gone. Okay. so during the time frame where this grooming would have been built up to meeting, it's gone. It's wiped away from your phone. But your other devices are complete. So now it all starts to stack. The complexity of your Anthony Schatz persona, the cars, the influence of the Lamborghinis, Ferraris. Yeah. It's not you. It's not your idea. You and I both know it's not your idea. What do you mean? That's not my idea to take pictures of money and stuff and send them to people. The complexity of it, okay? It's not just you. I don't know. Is it? I mean, like I said... I mean, the only other person that had access to my phone is him. That's literally it. Not at that time. No, I, I promise you, any time. Not in Vegas. Right, not in Vegas, yeah. When you're searching nonstop about the Delphi investigation, when you're supposed to be on a vacation, when you're still actually sending Snapchats to Liberty, when you know she's dead. Messages. I don't ever remember doing that. Well, I'm telling you, you did. That's a fact. And then... Like, that could be me sending that message to a ton of people, like on Snapchat. I would do that all the time, send them to 40, 50 people okay. at once. But again, that one in there that... I, I know what you mean. I had nothing to do with that. So, I mean, I know I get she's dead. And I get you guys want to find someone, but I literally have no clue. When you walked in here and said, I'm not a car guy. I'm not. Look at. I know what a Lamborghini is. What do you mean? Well, of course, everyone does, but... A Lamborghini 458 Italian, that's what that car is. And I'm not a car guy. I don't even have my license. No, I'm I'm a broke guy. I don't. I'm not. I have no cars. Yeah, I mean, I know what cars are. Let me ask you, why would you, after you failed the polygraph about knowing about Delphi investigation, come home, delete your Snapchat and your Instagram, which you used to communicate with Libby... And then you searched, how long does DNA last? Why would you do that? I have no clue. I don't know. Because probably because they DNA tested me. Right. 
So they obviously have DNA on that body because why else would they DNA test me? So why would you worry about your DNA being on the body? I wouldn't. Then why do you search? Common question. That's just a common thing to freak out about. Like, why? You know what I mean? No, I don't because you giving DNA. Right. So you obviously know I didn't do it. Want, right? Right? Yeah. Right? But then you're starting to think. Not. See, like. Then why? Saying. Why would you search? You want people to do that, but I wasn't. Why would you care how long DNA lasts? What if it lasts 100 years? What would it matter to you? If it was on the body, then it would matter, right? But you knew 110% your DNA wouldn't be there, right? Right. So why does it matter how long it lasts? Because I wondered if the person had DNA on their body. If they actually knew who the person was. That doesn't make sense. How doesn't it? Because it doesn't. You, it, it doesn't. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, these people think I killed someone. So if they actually have DNA on the body, they're going to know that I didn't do it. But if there's no DNA on the body, then it's obvious that like, okay, well, that's weird. But again. Failed the polygraph. That just adds to it everything he just said. It's stacking the whole thing. It's not, though. If you get what I'm saying, I mean, it's really not like. I, I don't understand. I literally have no clue how that girl died. I don't know anything, anything to do with it. Yeah, that is a weird-ass coincidence that I happened to talk to her like, I get that. And then we go again, something else that stacks on top of this, is when you talk to investigators, I mean, this is fresh in your mind. You just got back from Vegas. You've been nonstop searching this stuff. You've been talking about it with other girls that knew Libby. You've been searching it before you went to Vegas. And then you tell investigators, I was with my dad all day. We went to grandma and grandpa's at noon. No. I told them I didn't know what. I mean, I don't ever leave. So like, yeah, I'm probably out at his house, really. But I mean... I'm telling again. I don't remember everything I did. Well, I'm refreshing your memory. Like I told them that I would go and see my grandma and grandpa like a lot. No, for a fact, audio video recorded on your interview. You told them a few days after this happened, you know, you were with your dad all day. And you know, you went to your grandparents. Every did, really. From on your, your interview, said you either said 12 to 2 or 12 to 3. And then you came back home. That's what you said. Right. That's not a, I don't remember. That's a, that's what you said, right? No, because he was like, hey, you really need to think about this. Right. And you. You really need to think about. And that's what you said. So I was like, well, I mean. Well, your phone does not line up to that. And again, that's another fact. I, you don't have to remember it. Okay. Where was my phone at? Please tell me. So it was at your residence. All day, because I don't ever leave there. Until? Until when? You went somewhere near your grandparents' house, but you did not go to your grandparents' house. Friend one. Where? Friend one's house. Okay. I'm. That's the only other place I go. He sold me weed. That's literally the only other place I go. So I, why lie? Several times. I don't. I don't think I ever lied, but I'm saying if I left my house on that day, it was to go to my grandparents or to friend once. You said in an interview, audio recorded to two law enforcement officers, including an FBI agent. Right. You said I was here at home from this to this time. Then I went to my grandparents and then we went right back home and I was with my dad the entire time. Done. I know. Okay. That for a fact, because you said it and that's what you said. Okay. 
But now you're telling me you... Where were you last Monday at 7.45 p.m.? Probably at home, but again... Okay, I was... The... Probably at home. This is... But what I'm telling you... I mean, do you get what I'm saying, though? Like... No, I don't, because... I mean, you don't, okay? You're... You're... Okay, where were you Monday at 7.45? Kegan, this isn't about Why don't me. you... No. You see what I'm saying, though? No. Like, people don't remember every no. little thing about life. They do when it involves them. When I had nothing to do with it. So why would I even but you, remember what I was doing? One of doing? the last people to. This is why. Okay. This is but if I such a big deal. Did that. Don't you think I would know exactly where I was at? Yeah, and that's what you told people. Exactly. But it was a lie. Okay, so where was my phone at? I told you it was at your house. Exactly. And then it went to where? It wasn't grandma and grandpa's. Where was it? I'll tell you that much. Where was it? Was it in Peru? Yep. Exactly. Country Club Road. Whose house is that? Country Club Road? I have no clue. That's where my grandma lives. I mean, my grandma lives on out by... Paw Paw. Paw Paw Pike, yeah. Right. Well, it wasn't there. Country Club Road and Paw Paw Pike meet. I understand that, but you connected to a Wi-Fi source that was in that house. No, I did not. I'm telling you 1,000%. I don't go anywhere besides... Friend one and my grandma's. So why would you, why did you tell investigators that you went there when you didn't? Because I, well, he was like, well, where do you ever go? That's the only places I go. I don't know what I was doing on that day, two weeks ago. I don't fucking know. So you. It's like if someone asked me right now, what were you doing two weeks ago on a Monday? Okay. I have not the slightest clue. So then with your with your logic then back then when you said that maybe you weren't with dad all day then right right yeah okay so right i mean i don't know yeah i mean i went to my could it be possible yeah i mean the only time i ever really left my dad was when i would go to friend ones really and get weed that's about it and would you search i didn't have a car did you know where to go would it be normal for you to look up porn at grandma and grandpa's house? No. Because that's what you were doing on your phone at the time you said you... That's fine. ...said you were there. I wasn't doing that. Then who was? Friend one. That's what I'm saying I'm telling you. I don't... It's not. ...hang out with no one besides friend one. So how do you know friend one did it then? Because you don't remember what happened. All this pointing to him, like, more and more. Like, the more you keep saying, like... I'm like, if I'm not in my grandma and grandpa's house, I'm not with my dad, I would be at friend one's. Did I get fucked up that day? I have no clue what I was doing. Kegan Klein now mentions another person who we will call friend two. Friend two? Why is that? Huh? Why is that? Who is friend two? The friend I went to school with. He's like one of your best friends as well, is he not? I mean, he's a good friend, yeah. Um, how come when you rattled off your list of friends you'd known previously, you admitted friend too? Why would I? Yeah, he's like pretty much like seeming like one of your best friends, if not your best friend. Yeah, I mean, he was a good friend of mine. So you, you gave them a list of your friends twice when they interviewed you previously, and you completely omitted friend too. You didn't even mention him. And even today, you still haven't mentioned friend too. And you even asked me why I asked you. Because there's a reason. Why don't you look up friend to Indiana? Look that up. No, tell me why. I have no idea. Because he's a drug dealer, big time. I don't want my name associated with someone that sells pounds of weed. 
I don't want to say that. And then the Peru police department be like, okay, well, he messes with someone that, you know, sells large amounts of weed. Let's watch him. Let's arrest him. You just said, but you just said friend one sells you weed and you're fine with associating friend one with him. I mean, friend one don't have no weed and I really don't. You said he sells you weed. Yeah, but I'm saying like. But you associate with him and you. Okay, well, an ounce is a lot different than so why, a pound. Why? The cops aren't going to come raid his house over an ounce of weed. If he's selling weed, absolutely. Okay, well, you guys need something better to do if you're raiding people's houses for an ounce of weed. So he, he just gets one ounce, he gets it, and he and he puts it on the table and goes, that's for Kagan. One ounce that, that's how I'm going to make money as a drug dealer. I'm going to sell one ounce to one particular person. Did I say that? Person. You said only all he has is one ounce of weed. I. What I'm saying is a small-time drug dealer is a lot different than someone that's selling pounds of weed. That's a big difference. Then why were you good friends with him? Why you think? I had no job. I mean, put it together, you know what I mean? Figure out if... Why'd you blow him off in Vegas? Friend too? Because I get the weed or nothing. I could not get anything he wanted. And I looked for it out there, and I'm sure you looked at my phone when I met that guy, right? I'm sure you know about me meeting some guy in Vegas, right? I think the more thing that I'm concerned about over a guy that you're meeting... I'm saying, like, I met the guy to talk to him about weed. Okay, but what I'm more concerned about of that is, boy, did we just give you something from 2017 that you were able to remember just like that. Because I know friend, too. He's my best friend. But yet know nothing about a girl that was murdered. You remember? Yeah, because I didn't know her. Yeah, I don't. I don't spend years of my life with the person that got murdered. Yeah, I know friend, too. Like, that is, like, my good friend. Yeah, I know stuff about him. What do you mean? That's totally different. But then you just told us, well, I don't want to associate with him. Yeah, I don't want to tell them his name. What do you mean? I don't want to be like, yeah, I know friend too. Okay, and they would have just said, okay, friend too. No, you can put the wheels in motion. I mean, it's not hard to find out who he is and what he's been arrested for and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And friend one's never been arrested? Well, I don't think so, no. Now that I know of, he went to the military. I don't think he ever got arrested. What did you mean when you said all this was pointing towards friend one? Like, you see how I'm on someone's country, whatever you said, country club road or someone's Wi-Fi? I mean, I've never been to anyone's house on country club road, ever. I don't even know where that's at out there. I just know that those roads meet or at something country with Paw Paw Pike. I literally have no clue. Like, I don't know anyone. I don't know anything about that whole case. Like, yeah, it looks terrible, but I promise you. Like, I know you guys are looking for that person, and it's not me. I know absolutely nothing. And I get the whole Smith thing is, like, weird, too, but I swear I don't know anything. Yes, you do, man. I swear to God I don't. Yes, you do. I really don't. Yes, you do. I don't. I just, I can't wrap my head around why you're willing to put all this on you. Why are you protecting somebody else? Who am I protecting? What are you talking about? I mean, obviously you said that you didn't kill them, right? Yeah, what the fuck, yeah? Okay. Of course. Okay. You think I know who killed them? Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely, because, and you know why I know that? Well, you're obviously terrible at your job. If you really honestly think that, you're absolutely terrible at your job, sir. I'm sorry to say that, but... Do you know who killed those girls? No. Uh, hang on. 
I'm not literally asking you right now. Do you know for sure who killed those girls? No. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. You did say no both times in your polygraphs. And guess what? That was deception. Hey, a lot of people fail those lie detectors. What are you talking about? Why do you think they can't use not those in court? Not there. There's a reason that. Double homicide. You can't a polygraph in court because people fail like me who have anxiety problems that are freaking out. But those people that fail for other cases or whatever you're referencing weren't talking to the victim of a crime the day of, weren't grooming them. O.J. Simpson. Yes, he was. Well, you look that up, too. Yeah, I know about. What do you mean? But. You don't know who O.J. Simpson is or no? Weren't sending pictures to the victim. Didn't say, is it bad that I'm super into you? I just don't understand why you're protecting the person. I mean, was, was it as simple as that she just said, Hey, I'm going to the high bridge, and you told somebody? I literally have no clue about anything about that. But yet you were. You can come in here and literally talk for 24 hours straight. I don't know anything about that. But yet you remember 110% that you had a conversation with a guy in Vegas on... Yes. 223. Because I'm supposed to make thousands... About... Of dollars, yes. About weed, about buying weed. Yes. Buying to get to smoke weed. No. You said you talked... To sell weed. I talked to him about friend two. He said, so why'd you bring up friend two? I met that guy to talk about weed to friend two. I couldn't find it from that guy. He didn't have what friend two needed. You don't associate... That's it. ...yourself with friend two. Not to the cops, I don't. Of course I don't. Why would I associate? No. So why blow friend two off? Because I couldn't get it. I met up with that guy. That's the only... The guy I could find. Met him on Craigslist. Why not? It's literally... Why not meet and tell him that? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't go to a party and have fun. Because he's waiting on it. If he's waiting on me, hey, I need you. Are you scared? To find me this. Of somebody? What they're going to do? I swear on... If you say something? No. I literally don't know anything. Like I was supposed to make thousands of dollars by finding him that weed. That's it. I'm not talking about the weed anymore. I know, but I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying. Who are you afraid of to tell that was using the Anthony Schatz account? No, but I told you friend one. That's the only other person that could have my phone. That's literally it. Not in Vegas. Okay. He's not talking to Liberty. I don't remember talking. So who was? To them. Okay, then who was? I don't know. Obviously it was me, but I don't remember it. You know what I mean? I just don't remember talking to him. Please pay careful attention to this next section. We will tell you why in a moment. We had this case a while back, and um, this guy had this freaking little kid was uh, in the bathroom and uh, overflowed the toilet. So he yells for help, and uh, the dad gets pissed off, comes at the kid. Mom intervenes. The dad punches the mother. You know, she runs away. He chases her down. He hits her, bites her in the stomach, runs back inside, slams the kid's head into the toilet, fractures his orbital socket, puts him upside down, and starts dunking his head into the toilet that was overflowed. Jesus Christ. Now, what would you think about that guy? He should get hung right now. He should be killed. So that guy should get killed? Yeah, 1,000%. What do you think that person is capable of? What is that person capable of? Yeah, what would you think a person like that is capable of? Probably anything, because he killed some kid. He didn't kill the kid. The kid lived. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, he obviously tried to kill his kid, whether he lived or not. I still think he should die either way because he obviously attempted murder on the kid, so. 
The man in the case the police described to Keg and Klein is, in fact, Tony Klein. It was Tony Klein who slammed a child's head into the toilet, breaking his orbital socket. And, as Keg and Klein himself concedes, a man who is capable of that is probably capable of anything. We want to add that, with the help of a listener, we were able to track down the person who was the victim in this case. We did an interview with him about his experience with Tony Klein, and we'll feature it on next week's episode. I appreciate you. And I want you to know I'm literally not lying to you. Like, I know this is your job, and you're, I swear I know. No, like, I get how bad. Kegan. Look. Kegan. No. Will you please listen to me for one second? I know how bad. I know, okay? All right? Hard for me to listen. Because people lie to you every single day. I. Well, it's not only just people, but I sit here and you, and I hear you say that. Right. I, I'm, I'm truly hearing you say that. Right. Okay? And my gosh, is it familiar? Because you said the same thing to the investigators when you talked to you about this before. Exactly. And I'm not talking about the Delphi stuff. I'm talking about the child porn and the child solicitation. You talked to underage girls. You said the same thing to them before you admitted to it. So that's why it's hard for me to believe that because I hear what you're saying. And you said the same thing when I know for a fact you were lying because then eventually you told the truth. Well, yeah. Eventually you did. Well, yeah. So you telling me that you... Once they put the pictures out and they're like, hey. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Here's the evidence we got. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Right. And that's why it's hard to believe that. And then, like like Deputy Clinton said, you have this whole stack. And, I mean, you can argue, like, the small town thing again, absolutely. You can argue that you are a concerned citizen. That was this happened in your backyard close. You can argue that for sure. But when you throw into that, you literally talk to her. I get Right before you say that she was killed. I understand. I get then how this looks. Trust me. That you tell investigators that you only talked to her once and you blocked her. That's what I remember. Okay. I get what you're saying. You said. But what I'm saying in my memory, that's what happened. I don't remember ever talking to her like that. I remember. So why do you have altered memory? I. I feel that you feel somewhat responsible. For what? For them dying. Why would I feel responsible for something I know nothing about? What do you mean? You don't, I mean you, when you, when you tell me I know nothing about this, right? That doesn't make sense because you researched it. You research. I did not read, I, oh my God. So every single person that like Google searched about them dying is a suspect. But those people don't tell me, well, I know nothing about this case. I don't know anything about this case. I never talked to the girl that died. Because I don't remember. I ever talking to the girl that died. I'm telling you, you did. Okay, I get what you're telling me, but I don't remember that. So I'm not lying to you. If I don't remember it, how am I lying to you? Okay, so I'll give you I'll give you a scenario then, and you tell me, you sit in my shoes, okay? I know, trust me. Just know, I want to give you a scenario, and I want you to tell me your honest opinion. Okay. Okay, so you ha- you're working a, a, a case. Okay, let's say it was a a gas station robbery. Right. Okay, and you're the investigator, and you see the video camera of this guy walking in. He robs the place, and he shoots somebody and kills them. Okay? And then you need to talk to him. And he goes, I don't remember that. What would you do? I mean... I'm not saying you killed anybody, but... Right. I'll try. What would you do in my shoes? Okay, okay. 
Right. I would investigate it. You have him on video, right? You have evidence. You have all this evidence showing that it was him. Yeah. But he tells you he doesn't remember. So where is any of the evidence that you have? Just. That's not evidence. That's me talking to the per. That's not evidence of me killing anyone. I've never even. I can't even remember a time I've been to Delphi. And I. And again, I didn't say you did. I know. I don't know anyone that. Listen. Did. Listen. So again, we're talking evidence, right? Right. We have evidence. Court of law evidence. Physically talking to a girl that was murdered. Right. Right before she died. And we have witness statements that talked to Anthony Schatz that said they were talking about meeting up. Even to the point so far that she said Anthony Schatz told her when they said, oh my God, what happened? Hey, I was supposed to meet her, but she didn't show up. That's evidence. I don't think I ever said that. Man, I'm not, I don't again, that goes back to the I don't remember thing. I, I don't think I ever. The guy at the gas station. Said that. But that's. I think you were saying to. I'm not telling. I'm not just saying that. Okay, well. I'm telling you. And so if you don't remember it, that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. And I'm not saying that you did it, but we need to know why did it. Yeah. And the only. You do. Person right now that you're telling me had access to the Anthony Schatz account was you. And the only person that used your phone for the Anthony Schatz account was you. So. Yeah. That doesn't mean I killed two people. I didn't say that. But you did sure tell her that you were supposed to meet her and she didn't show up, though, because that's evidence. That's true fact evidence. OK, so let's just ex let's just focus on that one minute detail, that conversation that happened that went back and forth. And again, I'll refresh your mind where the girl contacted Anthony Schatz and said, did you hear what happened to Liberty? And Anthony Schatz responded, OMG, what happened? And then she goes and tells him what happened. And then Anthony Schatz says, well, I was supposed to meet that girl, but she never showed up. So let's focus on that one conversation of evidence we know is true, and it doesn't matter if you remember it or not. Right. But who then would have had access? Who would have had said that then if it wasn't you who supposedly is the only one who had access to? Nobody. Who would have? But that's not. We know that's not. I'm saying like nobody had access but me, so I don't. So then it was you who said that. What I'm saying is I don't remember saying that, but it had to be me if I'm the only person right. that uses it. So why would you say I was going to meet her, but she never showed up? That make Why would you say that? What? Why would I ever go meet someone? I don't know. Tell me. Exactly. I wouldn't. That's like me. So uh, whatever. Saying that, that's right. I need to know. No, I'm saying I probably said that. But what I'm saying, I no, I'm saying I probably said that. But what I'm saying is I would never go meet someone. The girlfriend I have now, I wouldn't even meet because I was like so nervous because of all the stuff that happened. I'm just like. So then did you give the information to someone else? I mean, did. No. Was there was there some sort of. I would. And and I could see that happening. I mean, I could see you making a statement of, oh, man, this girl wants to meet. She's going to the high bridge today. And then whoever you told that. I. To. Went to the high bridge that day. About stuff like that. I would never talk to someone about girls I talked to or nothing. That's not what I would do. But then again, we, we have to go back to that one narrow scope of a conversation we're looking at. Why would you say that to that other person? Why would you say, as Anthony Schatz, I was going to meet that girl and she didn't show up? I don't know. I don't know. You know, even, even before that, we have witness statements that Liberty was looking at meeting Anthony Schatz. So again, that's another piece where we're making this even bigger now, looking at this, 
Now we have multiple people saying that. Why would Anthony Schatz do that? I don't know. I really don't have a clue. Like I said, I don't remember talking to her. So I don't know why I would say that. Do you see why this needs cleared up? Yeah, trust me. I know it needs cleared up. You need to find the person that did it. Yeah. Well, the person that did it, as in sending those messages, was you. I'm talking about the person that killed them. Okay, well, I need cleared up why. I told you for the past 30 minutes. Listen. I've told you. I'm not lying. I don't know anyone who did this. I didn't do this. I don't know anything about the Smiths. I don't know any of that. You just said you knew the Smiths. I'm saying I don't know who looked in her fucking window. But. I don't know anything about that. What I'm telling you is we need to clear up the statement of Anthony Schatz. We need to do that because we can. I said it three times now. I never remember saying that. Even if I said it, I don't remember saying that. Okay, but as a law enforcement officer, you investigating a, right. a murder at a gas station. Yeah. Just because the person that you have on video and you have the evidence that did it says, well, I don't know. Can you leave it at that? You have to get evidence in a court of law. You have video. Yeah, is his face showing in that video and everything? Well, then take him to court. What do you mean? Right. Right. So we have to clear it up just because someone says they don't remember. I know. Doesn't mean they didn't do it. I mean. That's the point I'm trying to make, okay? I get what you're saying. Yes, I totally understand. Because we know for a fact that Anthony Schatz said those things. Right. And that's why it needs cleared up. Right. And again, you saying you don't know does not clear it up. Well, that's what you're going to get out of me because I really don't know. I don't remember saying that. That just goes to show you how serious, like I, like I've talked to so many girls, I don't even remember saying that. But again, I mean, we go back to the the whole thing. You talk to a lot of girls, but unfortunately one of the girls- I understand that. that you were talking to uh, okay. was killed. Yeah. So that's why it needs cleared up. So don't you think maybe I would think about that in my mind? Absolutely. And that's why- Exactly. And that's- so why would I be saying I don't know? And that's why you searched. Can you trace IP addresses from social media? And that's why you listened to the audio clip. And that's why you um did server um such search server information, see how much information gets stored on servers. Um, because you were thinking about it. Especially on a vacation, you're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to be in Vegas having fun. That server thing isn't that server thing is about work and stuff. Right. I mean, searching about servers and stuff, that would have to do something with my work. So right after, right after, and I'm talking minutes, that you are searching, police continue to pursue leads in Delphi Girls' murder, a girl's missing after posting Snapchat messages article. Um, all I mean, that's girls missing after posting Snapchat messages and article you search. Can you trace IP from social media? So were you thinking about the Delphi investigation? I probably was constantly. A few minutes later, there's where you start searching about internet servers. So randomly you're reading all these articles. So I'm about Delphi. I was obviously like, well, I talked to her friend and stuff. So they obviously could see that I talked to her friend on Snapchat. That's probably why I searched that. Cause I was probably like, oh fuck. I talked to that person's friend. But again, you didn't just talk to that person. I know you talked to her. But what I'm saying is I don't remember talking to her. So in my brain, I was pro. You told investigators you did. Okay, but I'm, I don't though. I don't remember that now. Why would you? I don't remember even when I told them. I don't even like, I don't remember what I did last week. I don't. But do you see how you're picking and choosing things you remember? 
No. I wish you would see from my point of view. The friend two thing has nothing to do with me remembering anything. No, I'm I'm not talking about that. I mean, you sat here and said that um the woman that interviewed with you is very motherly. You remembered that she was. I do remember. Very motherly. Her being really nice. You remembered that she told you that you need to stop. And you remember you told her you had a problem. So you remember all these things. But then you just sit here and tell me, well, I don't remember any of that. But that's... I never said I didn't remember about the lady. The interview. She was part of the interview. Okay. She's the one... So was the other guy screaming at me the whole time, trying to be the good cop, bad cop. He did not scream at you in that interview. Okay. Maybe not scream, but you know what I mean. He's trying to do the whole thing, get in your face and try to get you to... I'm not stupid. When you're interviewed in in the bus and everything like that, no one got in your face. I'm not talking about that. I am. I'm talking about in here. Okay, I am. Okay, well, I'm not. I don't even remember what I said to them. But you... I'm talking about in here. I remember everything I told them. You're you're contradicting yourself. I remember them showing me the pictures in the bus. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. And you remember her being... And I remember... Motherly. Her saying, well, if you can't do this, come take a polygraph. And I was like, well, I'll do whatever you want. I'll take DNA. I'll do whatever. That's what I remember her saying in that bus. I'm going to step out, and I mean, I, I seriously need you to stop picking and choosing memory. You can say that you're not, but... Okay, I'm not. I'm telling you that you are. I'm really not. Okay. And when you're being presented with these facts that we have, and you're telling me that I don't remember, that doesn't make them disappear, okay? Okay, I get that, but I can't re- think. I can't re- remember something. Try, because this is important. Okay, if you're going to tell me that the double homicide of these girls are not important and... When did I say that one time? You don't want to remember it. Is... Is it not worth remembering? I told her everything I remembered. Okay, well, you need to sit here and you need to start remembering more because this is... I'm... Important. There's nothing else I know. Okay. All right. So what can we take away from this massive pile of new information? Well... We'll have plenty of analysis and further thoughts to share in the coming days. But for now, let's review the following details. Kagan Klein repeatedly claims he was told he flunked a lie detector test about the Delphi murders in 2017. Police say that Liberty German and the Anthony Schatz account may have been in extensive contact before the murders. Investigators revealed that Anthony Schatz sent a chilling message to one of Liberty German's friends on the night after the girls had been killed, referring to a planned meeting he'd had with her that day. Kagan Klein discussed his unusual bond with his father, Tony, which he described as fraught and involving seeking out entertainment at brothels together. We also learned that Tony Klein is a violent, badly-tempered individual who has harmed a child in the past. Join us later for more.